0: Welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hoag. Hey guys, Ryan here. Thanks for joining me to talk about print on demand. Now before I get into the video, let me just rant for 10 seconds about this big wireless Bluetooth microphone I'm wearing. It's not normally supposed to... You're, you're supposed to see a lapel mic here. This is the like hidden piece that's supposed to go in your pocket. However, the lapel mic that I bought, it was working about 25% of the time, which meant that there'd be a three in four chance that I'd record this whole video and have to restart because the audio didn't uh, save. So anyways, I had to just give up after about 20 minutes of fighting with it. And I'm gonna have this big square Bluetooth microphone on my shirt for the duration of this video. But today I wanna talk about my journey as a print on demand seller and how I make sense of things along the way, because everybody's print on demand journey is going to evolve and it's going to be unique to each print on demand seller. Truthfully for me, I started out with Amazon merch. I heard about it on a Reddit post from somebody who had heard about it from Chris green, who's probably responsible for sending the initial wave of applicants to the program. Now I got into Amazon merch in early 2017. So it's been over three years of me being in the program. And really Amazon merch, I call it the tier one, like the tier one print on demand opportunity for a reason. You're not just selling print on demand products with none of the headache related to like customer service or paying the fulfillment fees like you would have to if you use like the Printful integration with Etsy or Amazon. With Amazon merch, it's an Amazon run program. And obviously like Amazon's got, you know, the bankroll to scale this thing as big as it needs to get. That's, that's a whole other story, but because it's an Amazon-run program, the listings are sold by Amazon. And whether customers know it or not, when they see "sold by Amazon," it's almost like a subtle, like, mental reinforcement that this purchase can be trusted. You know that you'll get your money back, hassle-free if you don't like it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Plus, the big kicker is we're selling Prime-eligible print-on-demand products to the world's largest e-commerce marketplace, like to the the largest gathering of potential customers anywhere else in the world, even though it's in a digital place, so it's not really in the world, but I don't know, whatever you wanna say. Uh, Anyways, with Prime eligible, we get to tap into the over 100 million Prime customers, the people that pay Amazon each year, for the free two-day or even one-day shipping. And with that, it's dramatically increasing the likelihood of number one, getting clicked in search results, number two, actually getting the conversion. And if you know anything about how Amazon... And again, I keep coming back to Amazon, but I'm not going to talk about other print-on-demand marketplaces yet because Amazon is the priority. It needs to be the priority if it's not. Because again, follow the customers. If that's where they're at, we need to be there. So we, we are now where the customers are, but not every print-on-demand product available on Amazon is created equally. If we sell through Seller Central using the Printful integration, our products aren't Prime eligible, right? We call that FBM. And customers may or may not really understand the difference, but at a, at a minimum, they know that if they see the Prime checkbox and they've got Amazon Prime, like my sister does, and whenever I need something free, free two-day shipping, I just log into her account and buy it, um, they, when they see the Prime checkbox and they see sold by Amazon, it's like double reinforcement that they're okay to make this purchase on a whim, on an impulse, and if they don't like it, return it, get your money back, whatever. Plus, they feel like they're actually using the, uh, the Prime benefits that they have to pay for each year. So anyways, with Amazon Merch, it essentially, I think that's what we should be tailoring our entire print-on-demand strategy to. So lately, a whole wave of applicants got accepted into Amazon Merch. And I've had people reaching out to me, beginners, excited to learn the ropes, and kind of confused as to like what to be doing next. And this is not a video dedicated solely to Amazon Merch. The reason I'm going all the way back to Just get when you initially get accepted. Though is because when you first get accepted to Amazon merch, you're in the ten tier. You can upload one T-shirt a day until you have a maximum ten T-shirts live, and then you have to basically wait. And once you get maybe let's say it's a changing number, so no one really knows, but on average it's probably five sales. When you get five sales, you're eligible to be tiered up. When you get tiered up from tier ten, now you're going to be in the twenty-five tier. Now you can upload up to twenty-five shirts with two uploads a day, and that keeps scaling up. You go from 25 to 100, to 500, to 1,000, to 2,000, et cetera, et cetera. I'm in tier 20,000, so I've got a huge advantage over people in the 10 tier. That being said, my journey as a print-on-demand seller has evolved with Amazon merch and my tier. It doesn't have to be this way for everybody, but this is me making sense of it. So when I was first starting off, I catered my daily goals to what Amazon merch essentially told me what should what my goal should be. So when I was in the 10 tier, my goal was to make one good design and upload it. When I was in the 25 tier, it was two a day. Get those done. It was about when I got to the 500 tier and I could upload 20 shirts a day that I really thought to myself, like, how am I gonna do this? You know, my, my approach had to change because when I was in the 100 tier, I don't remember if it was... 10 shirts a day or if it was like five shirts a day because this was like years ago 2017 but and obviously this has changed i think they even raised the upload limits now so if you're in the 500 tier you might have 40 shirts a day but essentially you need to make sense of it based on what they're allowing you to do because keep in mind one rule that will never change a shirt that's not uploaded will never be purchased because it doesn't exist right so if you ha- if you can upload 20 shirts a day and you get 20 shirts a day uploaded you just increased your chances of making a sale on Amazon by 20 products. That, that's undeniable. Uh, plus, like for me, when I was in the 500 tier, I had already been, I'd already made enough sales to get tiered up to tier 1000. Um, when I was in the 100 tier, I think I sold like 100 shirts or um, I don't know, I forget exa- it was so long ago, but I sold a trending shirt. I 10X'd my profit from Amazon merch, basically with one week of sales. only like I think a couple months. You can go back, by the way, you can go back to my income reports. They're all on my YouTube channel and my blog if you wanna check this out. I think it was June of 2017 where I had a 10X over May. So that's actually you know three years ago to the date almost. But when that happened, I had to gradually evolve my approach to making designs so that I could hit my daily upload limit as quickly as possible because I knew that was to my benefit. And the thing is, once you're maxed out, You can go and delete some of the listings that aren't selling. You you know what I mean? There's no harm done in deleting something that hasn't sold and upload something new, something that's targeting a newer trend. So, you know, just make sense of things like that. But here's the thing, right? I said this is not just an Amazon Merch video, but it needed to start with Amazon Merch. After Amazon Merch, you have a whole catalog of designs that you're building over time. Like when you're in the thousand tier and you max your uploads, what do you have? You have a thousand designs that you've made that you've only listed on Amazon Merch unless, and this is where in my journey, I found out about Gearbubble and I didn't hear about other programs and I don't know how many other like similar programs, like by the way, Gearbubble is a print on demand production partner. So I can outsource the creation of a t-shirt to them or like a coffee mug and they will create it and ship it to my customer for me. Again, it's not Prime eligible and it's not an Amazon program. They're an independent company. So that needs to be stated and understood. But what I realized was, I could take my Amazon merch designs, put them on Gearbubble products, and sell them as FBM through my Amazon Seller Central account, which by the way, this is getting back around to like how the whole, what I call, Ryan's method passive income works, which is, all of this stuff's complementary. You know, you're probably asking yourself, where did Seller Central come from? Well, I was already selling on Amazon FBA, so I already had a Seller Central account. So, think about this I'm already paying forty dollars a month for Seller Central and I've already got a catalog of a thousand print on demand designs and it's like hold up so I can just take these designs, list them on a thousand coffee mugs. let's just use coffee mugs as an example because that is the most popular gear bubble product. now I've got a thousand coffee mugs listed on my seller Central account that I was already paying for to launch FBA branded private label products and I just max I mean I just I just multiplied my coverage. You know, I think of it as online real estate. You know, real estate in real life is expensive. Online, it's dirt cheap. So occupy as much of it as you can with your products because I promise you, people like me, I probably have like 30,000 listings across amazon.com and amazon.co.uk alone. 30,000. On Redbubble, I've got at least 12,000. Like, and by the way, I mean, I'm, it's not like I'm sitting at my computer all day, every day. You know, my design strategy. We'll save that for a different day. I'll start telling you how I. You know, well, it does actually come back to this video. I'm not going to go in depth because I don't want to talk for an hour. But it's like when my I'm an Amazon merch tier twenty thousand. Do you think I sit all day making twenty thousand unique designs? Like obviously, I've had to evolve my designing approach to have a chance at filling those slots with unique designs or somewhat unique designs. But anyways, what so. I took my merch designs, let's say I had a 1,000, I joined Gearbubble. I integrated Gearbubble with my Seller Central account. This all happens with software, it's all pretty easy. I know that non-technical, those of you guys that aren't technical, by the way, it's not like I was born technical. No one's born technical, it's just like anything else. You know what I mean? You, you kind of work at it. With When it comes to integrating software applications together like Gearbubble and Seller Central, it's truly a one-time thing. So even if you're dreading the thought of it, You do it and then it's done. And then you move on and you just keep, then you focus on like the actual processes that you're having to repeat time after time after time and focus on how to streamline those, make them take as little time as possible. So let's just say I've got my Amazon Merch figured out, thousand designs. Now I need to create these mugs in Gearbubble. Well, their UI on their website, very easy to do. Creating mugs is really just upload a, you know, it's, it's the same as Amazon Merch. You upload your graphic, You use a title, you you put in relevant keywords in the title, and then you just hit submit and it pushes to Amazon's catalog. What's cool about Gearbubble actually, real quick, is it's not like Printful where it immediately pushes. With Gearbubble, it saves it. And when you wanna push it, you just hit a button. So what I sometimes do, like I was in Florida for a week uh, visiting my girlfriend, I would just pull out my phone, go to Gearbubble, refresh the page, hit upload twice, boom, two new mugs are getting pushed. 30 minutes later, or whenever I think about it doing it again, refresh the page, two new products getting pushed again that I had created before I left to to visit her, you know, when we're just enjoying ourselves vacationing. So Gearbubble's cool in that regard. It is unique in that regard where you can actually just do it from your phone. And that's pretty cool. But back to the overall print on demand strategy, like when you're in i always again come back to amazon merch i think that's the priority right because it's easy to get overwhelmed with all the print on demand opportunities that are out there i've only talked about amazon seller central and amazon merch but obviously there's what printful etsy before etsy kicked me off their platform wrongfully by the way but before they kicked me off for doing nothing wrong i was making just as much money through the etsy printful integration when i say money i mean profit I was making just as much money through that as I was through the Printful Amazon integration. So again, that's another really good opportunity, but it's not the same as merch. And then beneath like Printful Etsy and Printful Amazon, I would say, I call these like tier three opportunities. You've got websites, or I should say, Redbubble should be in tier two. Redbubble does really well. Redbubble is in between tier two and tier three, but I call tier three places like TeePublic, Teespring, Zazzle, Spreadshirt, Society6, a lot of these websites that are very similar to merch in that you upload your designs and that's really it. You, provide, you upload designs, provide keywords, submit, done. After that, they sit there on the marketplace and if somebody comes to their platform, and this is the beauty of it, by the way, if you're wondering like, Ryan, what about Shopify? You know the biggest difference? I could, I could talk about this for a while, but I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna do that. The biggest difference between the marketplaces I just named and Shopify is if you do a Shopify store, How are people going to find out about it? Like I'm a web developer. So I guess like to me, it's, it's like first nature. It's not second nature. I don't know if first nature is even a saying, but it's first nature to me that if you launch a website and you try so hard to make it really good, and then you're like, all right, it's live. No one's going to know. Like a lot of these companies that are responsible for driving traffic to different destinations on the web, they make their money. And a lot of them are publicly traded. They make their money from selling ads, right? So it's in their best interest to have you pay them to be seen. So they're, they're, they, they suppress organic visibility. So if you have a brand new website, places like Google, they don't prioritize new websites. They prioritize the older websites that are established that they have a record of and they understand. So Shopify, it's not that it can't be done, but the vast majority fail. So that shouldn't be your priority. You should be killing it on the tier one, tier two and tier three opportunities Before investing your time in Shopify, that's my opinion, because with that, you have to worry about traffic. And when you take advantage of the other ones, it's one less thing to worry about because traffic's taken care of for you. All these are reputable brands that rank well on places like Google and they pay to bring customers to their platforms to buy your products. And when they buy your products, you get a royalty just the same. So back to the overall plan. Now that I've completely complicated things by mentioning not only tier two opportunities, but tier three opportunities. You're like, Ryan, there's not enough time in a day to design 20,000 products and get them uploaded to all these platforms. I hear you. This is where, and I'm going to get into the more technical side of things, maybe in a future video, but for now, keep it high level. I had to evolve my approach to design to account for the fact that I'd much rather have my 20,000 Amazon merch slots filled than not filled. Those of you guys that saw my interview earlier this week with CJ, he's actually sold more than I have on Amazon merch. He has 400 upload slots taken, or less than 500, all right? He has less than 500 really well-ranked T-shirts that apparently, I don't even know his niches, but he said that they're evergreen. I mean, obviously they're evergreen because he's been on the platform longer than I have, and less than 500 shirts, and he's outsold me. That is possible, but there should be a distinction made, guys. There is no way up front you're going to say to yourself, and know know this definitively, I'm going to try really hard on one design, and this one design is going to be like CJ's designs. It's going to sell really well, rank really well on organic keywords that are evergreen and make me money for years to come. No amount of effort on your part is going to guarantee that. So you can go that route, and you may or may not accomplish what you want to accomplish again you're really at the mercy of the amazon algorithm by the way whereas i'm over here and what i'm doing is doing what's what i'm allowed to do i'm just saying all right you're giving me twenty thousand upload slots i'm gonna fill them and i've got strategies in place i mean i'm a web developer i'm a technical guy so like in summary without going into in depth like i can automate the design aspect of essentially like i can automate scalable designs you know like think like world's best dad world's best mom world's best brother as like a very basic example but you can get creative obviously but i can take kind of that approach and take like one really good base design and then automate some aspects of it to scale out maybe a hundred designs from from that one good basic design from there my friends at merch titans automation have an app where essentially like with again i don't want to go into technical detail but I go into Microsoft Excel and I have a way of doing this that's like makes it even simpler than it's gonna sound right now. Go into Excel though, put all of my relevant data for the t-shirts or let's, it's not just t-shirt designs but all the relevant data for the designs I wanna sell in one spreadsheet. I load that up into the Merch Titans automation app. I hit go and it uploads to Amazon Merch. It has Printful integration. So everything that Printful integrates with like Etsy Uh, wish bonanza by the way got a sale on bonanza yesterday that was my first one so i said i would tell you guys whenever that happened i got my first bonanza sale yesterday Uh, where else wish a lot of places like shopify woocommerce etc but printful integrates with a lot of places the big ones probably etsy and amazon amazon but i don't use automation to upload to printful amazon but the automation app uploads to merch printful Redbubble, TeePublic, Teespring, Spreadshirt, and Zazzle. And they're going to add support to more marketplaces in the near future. And so with that, if I can go in, create a single location to put all of my keywords, my brand, my title, bullet points, price, whatever else, hit one button, and then I just go walk away from my computer. And it just works. Like literally what I do every day is I hit go and I go to the gym and I work out and I come back and it's like I've uploaded 400 products. You know, so it's like it is an unfair advantage except that it, I mean, it's fair because I'm telling you about it right now. There's nothing stopping you from doing what I'm doing except make sense of it per your personal print-on-demand journey. If you're in tier 10, you don't need to be using the automation app because you can only upload one a day to Merch. So what are you gonna do, design 50 t-shirts a day when you're in the 10 tier on merch? You could do that, and you, cause I mean, eventually, yeah, if you stick with it, you'll get to where I'm at, and those designs, instead of needing to make them then, you'll already have them. But you don't need to push yourself that hard when you're learning the ropes. Like, don't overwhelm yourself when you're getting started with print on demand, really with anything. Like, it's like a fire hose of information just getting into Amazon merch. Before you even worry about Amazon Seller Central and Printful, or Etsy and Printful, right? Those are the next two things you should be focused on, in my opinion, based on like how much money I've made through both of those opportunities. Before you overwhelm yourself with all of the different things you could and should be doing, just get a grip on merch, you know what I mean? Because it's better to understand understand it and do it right than to tell yourself, hey, I'm overwhelmed, you know what? I'm just, this, maybe this isn't for me because honestly, a lot of people that get into merch and those of you guys that are applying that haven't gotten in yet, you're gonna hate hearing this, but this is true. A lot of people never use their account and then it just gets, ina- it gets deactivated due to inactivity because they log in and they're like, I don't know what to do next. And guys, I promise you it's not that hard. By the way, I have a free Amazon Merch 2020 mini series. I just dropped another video for it yesterday, part three, where I explained the royalty calculations. But you know, this stuff is like anything else in life. You know, it's not just about business. It's like anything in life. It's hard initially. It only gets easier. Just put in the reps, you know, take action. You know, and the real purpose of this video was me just kind of letting you know that when you see me on YouTube, maybe watching my income reports, talking about the money I make selling print on demand, like understand I'm over three years into the journey and I'm in a different place than you might be if you're just starting. So it's okay to feel overwhelmed. Take one step at a time If you're gonna do Redbubble this week and you need a whole week just to learn Redbubble, take a week on Redbubble. Don't join Redbubble and then join Spreadshirt and do neither because you've now overwhelmed yourself with twice the amount of work is really how I feel. You know, like part of, you know, I don't wanna keep talking actually. This video's gone long enough, but in summary, I have this mantra that I say to myself and I made this up and it's just make it work for you, all right? Understand that it's better to do something than to do nothing. If you have 10 things that need to be done, don't let, don't let yourself get overwhelmed by the thought of doing 10. Just do one because tomorrow you'll have nine things. All right? I'm getting into the motivational speech aspect of things now, but you know, I get passionate about this stuff because if there's one thing in life I want to be considered, it's a doer because you know? there's two types of people. There's doers and then there's everybody else. If you're on my, if you're on my email list, you've heard this before. You know? It's one of the emails I send out to everybody. You're either a doer or you're, you're everybody else. And it's, it's just much better to be a doer, you know? Life is more favorable to people that get things done, not the people who, who talk about ideas they had in the past, right? Uh, anyways, that's it for this video. I've been talking long enough, guys. If this made sense, hopefully it helped. All I ask is hit the like button, and if you're not subscribed, hit the big red subscribe button. If you wanna be alerted the next time I drop a video, hit the little bell icon that pops up next to it. And if this was a ridiculous video where I kind of just ranted, it didn't make any sense because normally I sit down in front of my computer and I have the slides laid out for me so I kind of know what to talk about. Today I tried something new. Like I said, had technical difficulties. i got this big wireless mic on my uh, shirt. Hopefully it's still recording. Um, And yeah, tried something new here. Just having fun with it, guys. But anyways, enjoy your weekend. I'll talk to you guys soon. Tomorrow I'm dropping my top five niches of the week video, part four. You guys have been loving that video. So again, if you're not subscribed, what are you doing? You're going to miss the top five niches of the week. Hit the subscribe button and I'll see you guys tomorrow.